Fight Podcast, hosted by Sergio Vicente. The Fight Podcast is brought to you by Sage Eats. Sage Eats is a Chicago-based healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring company. They deliver healthy, organic, custom meals directly to your home or office. For those of you not in Chicago, Sage Eats also offers online fitness mentoring where your personal fitness mentor will send you four weeks worth of workouts that are customized to your body and your goals. Your mentor is available seven days a week to answer questions and offer support. Sign up for Sage Eats at W www.sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 20% off your first three months. Now here's your host of the FIGHT podcast, Sergio Vicente. Yeah! What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the FIGHT podcast, episode 106. Uh, Moving right along, man. Today's a beautiful day. Uh, Happy Monday, good people. Um, actually, by the time you guys get this, it'll probably end up being somewhere around Tuesday. But uh, hope you all had a good weekend, uh, a good holiday weekend. Happy Easter to everybody who celebrates. And happy, fantastic weekend to everybody who doesn't, man. Um, it was chill this weekend. Had an opportunity to hang out with the family. Um, went to my mom and dad's house. Brought, brought Nico, my pooch, with me. And we just hung out, man. It was a good time. Had some family come through. Um, man, it's, it's one of the things, man, you realize the older you get, it's not that you want to avoid family, <laughs> but man, you realize the older you get, how different you are from everybody else, you know, uh, at least I, I've realized that, man, but it's good. It's still really good to get together with everybody and, and, and just celebrate a holiday that way, man. So it was a good time. It was a good time. Um, but dude, there were some fights this weekend, man. Um, not as much on the MMA realm. Uh, obviously we had the UFC fights we'll touch on. Um, really only want to talk about the main and Coleman event, but, uh, Overeem went out there and got it done. And, uh, there was a lot of boxing, man, a lot of boxing, but we're going to go over all of that and a little bit of news today. Um, on this episode, Young 106, um, uh, making it happen. But before we get to that, remember, the Fight Podcast is brought to you each week by Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers healthy meals and fitness mentoring. Sign up for Sage Eats at sageeatschicago.com. Uh, apply promo code FIGHT for 15% off your first three months. Don't forget to follow the Fight Podcast on all social media platforms at the Fight Podcast. Um, follow me at at Serge Vicente and make sure you support the show man we have merch for sale merch for sale check us out man we have really really dope hoodies champion brand hoodies and tees um, we're working on some dad hats as well so go ahead and check us out man www.thefightpodcast.com and uh, and we're gonna get it rocking man um, but with that being said let's go ahead and jump into it uh, first and foremost this week obviously man we have to talk about the biggest fight news of the week and uh that that's right there man pbc um not pbc there was some solid pbc boxing but top rank top ranking espn um this saturday had an amazing card man um i said this on the last episode with brandon camille bro it was definitely one of those episodes that felt like a ufc caliber card you know what i'm saying 
It felt very, you know, on top of it, it was a very, you know, well-rounded card. You had a lot of dudes on there that were up and coming, man. You had Teofimo Lopez, who I've talked about this on the show so many times. Dude is an absolute beast. Um, Shakur Stevenson, monster. Um, you know, and obviously, you know, you have Terrence Crawford uh, uh, closing it out. Um, one thing that I found was interesting, yo, was how big of favorites all these guys were. All these dudes were at least like a minus fifteen hundred favorite. It's crazy. Um, when you really look at it, yo, it, it really a lot of these fights come out. Even though on paper we look at Amir Khan um, and some of these other matchups, man, it was more of a showcase than anything else for these athletes, man. So, um, yes, I like being able to see so many people on there, but at the end of the day, you know, we definitely want to see some more well-rounded fights, Bo. Uh, but um, jumping into the main event, Terrence Crawford goes out there and absolutely does work. Um, against Mirakon, um, ends up getting an early stoppage. Um, <sighs> all right, let me go ahead and get into it because I found this to be really, really interesting. So, um, fight kicks off. Um, it's sold out Madison Square Garden. The the atmosphere in the arena was incredible, man. Um, people were ready to see Terrence Crawford. And one thing I'll have to say is that, look, man, Terrence Crawford is who we believed him to be. Dude is an absolute monster. And here's the thing. If anybody, yes, he's from, you know, Omaha, Nebraska. Yes, he sells out in Nebraska. But check it out. He sells out everywhere he goes. He had over 15,000 plus holding it down there at Madison Square Garden in New York. He also does an incredible job in Vegas, um, in LA. So he's somebody who is a star. He's a star in this game. He is arguably the pound for pound best boxer in the game. So look, man, I get it. I get it. He's he's a great talent. And I think people really, really, if they're not paying attention already, they need to. And look, he's fighting against Amir Khan, former silver, silver medalist in the Olympics. Um, he's 32. And here's the thing. Somebody who's 32 years old, a lot of times, I still believe they have a lot of fight left. But unfortunately, with people like an Amir Khan, we have to look at the miles that he's had. He has a great record. But can he compete at the top level anymore? And that, honestly, man seems like it's less likely at this point in time um i'll talk about where i think amir khan goes after um after this fight but fight kicks off um crowd is going absolutely nuts terrence crawford drops amir khan boom twice right there in the first round um caught amir khan reaching amir khan with caught guy caught reaching a little bit um he got clipped with a huge left hook right hand, and he ended up getting dropped. Um, Terrence Crawford was just a little a step ahead of him. And not saying that Amir Khan didn't have moments, because he absolutely did have moments in the fight, but it doesn't seem like he really sits down on his punches the same way. It didn't seem like, as the fight was going on, Terrence Crawford after he felt the power of Amir Khan, it didn't seem like it bothered him. It didn't seem like he cared. So he just kept on walking downhill in landing combinations, man. Um, this is where the controversy comes in. 
right? And this is for me, ah, man. So going out here, we look at it. Um, believe it was going into the fifth round. Uh, Terrence Crawford goes out there and ends up landing a. I mean, look, man, let's call a spade a spade. He lands a nut shot, right? He he ends up throwing like a um a, a, a more so like a, a hook uppercut kind of thing, and um, Taren, Taren, not Terrence Crawford, Amir Khan reacts to it, says he got hit with a low blow. Going back, we look at the the replay. I'm going to be honest with you. It looked more like he got clipped more so in the thigh, but I don't know how my man is built. He might be out there super well endowed. I understand. It is what it is, but it didn't appear that it one, he got hit that hard. Two, it didn't look like he actually was hitting the nuts. Usually after you've get, getting, got hit with a low blow, you end up getting a five-minute break. You know, make sure you recover before you jump back into it. Amir Khan and his team decided that, look, man, no mas. We don't want any more, and um, it is what it is. So um, his corner called the fight, and uh, Terrence Crawford ends up getting the TKO victory. Uh, How did I feel about it? I'm just going to be honest with you, man. I was so let down. When the announcement, when they said he was called, right? Dude, I had no emotion. I was sitting there at the crib and I'm just watching TV and I'm like, well, that was anticlimactic. Dude, it was like, there was nothing there. It was such a, a letdown. And look, man, I believed Amir Khan to be someone who is a, somebody who still has some fight left in him. Um, I... I'm never going to say somebody is chinny. I never want to say somebody is washed because look, man, a lot of times, especially in combat sports, dudes aren't washed, but I'm going to be honest with you. After Amir Khan got dropped in that first round, it looked like he didn't want to play anymore. It looked like he was like, man, damn this. I'm about to take my ball and go home. And when you look at that, man, oh, that's heartbreaking to see somebody who is such great, a champion as he once was. To see him go out like he did just was trash, man. Even after the fight, um, even Terrence Crawford had to question Amir Khan. They're sitting there afterwards. They're chilling during the post-fight uh, press conference. And Amir Khan continued saying, just like he said in his post-fight interview, he says, look, I was unable to continue. I didn't feel right. Um, but I never quit. And Terrence Crawford looks at him and like, Bruh, like you didn't quit. It's like, no, I don't I never quit. Well, look, I'm here to tell Amir Khan something that maybe he doesn't know. Yo, Amir Khan, you quit. You smooth gave up. There's nothing. You wanted no more. So you might as well said no mas. I hate to say this. The championship heart that he once had is no longer there. I think Canelo took the last little bit that he had. Not saying that he cannot have great fights. Um, I believe that he can sell out some incredible regional shows. Uh-oh. 
That was weird. <laughs> All right, it's back. But uh, look, man, I think he can sell out some incredible regional shows out there in, in Britain. Um, I think if you... You put him out there with somebody who's from the area, he'll be entertaining. He can still sell tickets. Dude is an absolute money maker in that regard. He has a name. He has a fan base. He has a following. But in terms of actually watching him compete at the very top level, we have to call a spade a spade. Yo, he's done. That time has passed. Um, he was three, you know, uh, three out of six in championship fights. And, um, yeah, man, this is just another knock on his record. Um, he's not getting better. And it seems like he understands it. So unfortunately, when you are one of those guys that has one foot in one foot out, it is. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what to tell you, but um, I think we might have seen the last of Amir Khan on a major pay-per-view event. I mean, because look, man, how are you going to sell it? How can we sell somebody who quit in his last fight? When's the last time you heard of Guillermo Rigondeaux? You know what I mean? I mean, there's so many guys out there who have quit during fights and it has hurt them. Uh, throughout their career, man. So, look, and this it's not a good look, man. Um, but let's talk about the winner a little bit. Terrence Crawford is a wizard, an absolute wizard out there, man. What he does is beautiful. He's somebody who might be the best switch hitter in the game. Which I mean by that is somebody he can fight conventional, he can fight southpaw, he has power in both stances, he has incredibly fast feet. Um. He's accurate. Um, but one thing that I find to be most impressive is that he's a dog. He goes out there. He doesn't mind getting dirty. He doesn't mind brawling, but he can outwork his opponents also. He has an incredible fight IQ. Um, I understand why people have him as the number one pound for pound fighter in the game. I have him up there. I don't think I have him as my number one. Um, does this change my mind? Because as the, I had him under Errol Spence. I had Errol's, I had Lomachenko. I have Errol Spence. I have Terrence Crawford. I have Canelo Alvarez. I have Usyk. Those are my five. Did he move up in my estimation? No. I mean, he did what I thought he was going to do. I think he did what a lot of us thought he was going to do. Um, he shows also that he is willing to take a shot. That's impressive. But when you're out there with guys who are going to end up being bigger than you, is that something that, you know, is that a detriment or is that a benefit? I don't know. Um, and only time is going to tell um, he's willing to take chances. And how is that going to happen if he fights against somebody like an Errol Spence, who is a natural 147 pounder naturally much larger of a man um it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with him in the future um no he didn't move up in my pound for pound he stays exactly where he is um and let's be honest i thoroughly believe that 
the fight to make is him versus Errol Spence Jr. Do I believe that's going to happen next? No. Come on, man. We know how Bakkinson gets down. Um, there's a reason why Bob Arum went out there and completely shit on um, Al Heyman, Errol Spence's manager. It's because, look, it, it's a business. It's a game. They're jockeying for position. Nobody wants to seem like they're the bad guy. Both fighters want to fight. All of us know both fighters want to fight. But the powers that be, the management, the individuals that are in charge don't want to see it. Um, they're afraid of their fighters losing. They're afraid of not being the A side. There's all kind of stuff going on, man. But at the end of the day, the fighters want to see it. And that's what it should be. What's going to happen next? Um, I think that each of them are going to fight one more time. I believe what should happen is I think Errol Spence should go out there and fight Sean Porter, get that belt. Um, I believe that Terrence Crawford should go get the other belt. And then when they do fight, whether it be at the end of this year or the beginning of next year, it is for the unified 147-pound welterweight title. They have all of the belts. That is what they need to do. If you're going to make us wait, Let's make sure it's for the unified title. We can go out there, talk trash. We could, you know, have the, the promoters shit talk each other back and forth. That's totally fine. And I'm okay with that. I really am. But when it boils down to it, that fight needs to happen. That is the best fight in boxing. Errol Spence Jr. versus Terrence Bud Crawford. Two of the top, everybody's consensus top five pound for pound. And this is how we find out who is the best fighter in the game. Um, I, I think that Mikey Garcia is better than anybody whom Terrence Crawford has beaten. Especially Mikey's in his prime, even though Mikey didn't show up either. So that's the only reason I give Terrence Crawford the slight edge right now. But look, yo, if you're looking at the Vegas odds at this point in time, it's pretty much split down the middle. It's it's 50-50. This is about as 50-50 as it gets. Um, great fight, though. Um, potential fight, should I say. Great potential fight. And um, at the end of the day, man, this... The headlining bout between Khan and Crawford... It just felt like... Uh, it just didn't have it, man. Um, we saw flashes of brilliance from Terrence Crawford, but all in all, because he did not have a dance partner that was willing to engage the same way, it, it just felt like there was a lot missing. It felt like we we're just unfulfilled, man. So um, it is what it is. Um, all right, moving into the Coleman event, we had uh, your boy uh, Shakur Stevenson. Looked incredible. Um, he went out there and essentially pitched a shutout uh, against Christopher Diaz, somebody who I am super high on. Um, man, I was happy for him. I was proud of him. I really thought it was a great performance um, by by him. It, it was great. Um, Shakur Stevenson is one of those guys at the top of his game. He's at the top of his class. And there's nothing bad to say about him. He is so fast. He's super fast. He's super explosive. Um, great defensively. And um, 
really nullified a really well-rounded top caliber um, boxer in Christopher Diaz. Great win by Shakur Stevenson. I cannot wait to see what's next. Um, also on this fight, you had your boy, Teofimo Lopez, man. Teofimo, man, in my opinion, is somebody whom um, one of the best guys in the game. He's calling out Vasily Lomachenko. He's calling all the boogeymen out. Um, he goes out there and fights uh, Tattle. Tattle ends up finishing him in the fifth round. Um, knocked him down a couple times with some body shots. He looks explosive. He looks fast. And he's a, he's hungry. He's a dog, man. He's somebody um, who I think everybody's looking and looking about and talking about right now. He is one of the, if not the highest rated prospect currently in the game. And he's somebody who within the next year or so, I thoroughly believe will be competing against. Um, he's going to be competing against the top in the game. I can definitely see him fighting in the future. In the future, not now, give him some time. Um, but he needs to go out there and um, and he'll end up fighting Lomachenko. Now, a couple things that I'm worried about for him, and this is what I've noticed his team has spoken about, um, as well as some other individuals. I wonder about his level of commitment moving forward. He's 21 years old, just got engaged, which isn't a bad thing, look. Go ahead and do your thing. Get get married. You're 21 years old. You're on top of the world. There's so many women out here. I think you're making a mistake, but whatever. Do your thing. Um, he's going out here to, because of that, his team wants to train in Vegas. He stayed in New York with his lady. <sighs> um, it seems like his team isn't happy about that. It seems like he only trained like 10 days for this past match if he believes he's going to move forward and he believes he's going to be one of the top in the game like all of us believe he's going to have to figure that out he is i don't know what they need to change but if he is not focused and he can fall into a lot of the same issues that a lot of former champions former potential guys um face so we'll end up seeing what happens um as of right now he is rated they finally got him in here at the top 10 in the um in the lightweight division uh obviously Vasily Lomachenko is number one Mikey Garcia is two uh Robert Easter is right there at three um I'm gonna be honest with you um, aside from Loma at this point in time, and I have to say Teofimo beats all of those guys. Um, I think that highly of him, but he needs to make sure he's focused. If he's not focused, he's not going to do Jack. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I would love to see him, and I'll talk about this later on this week, a little bit more when I really deep dive into boxing, but I can see him fight Javante Davis. I think that's a total... Awful matchup for him. I think that'll be something super decent, man. So, um, and also Shakur Stevenson, because of his win against Chris Diaz, he finally moves into the top 10 um, in the featherweight division. Um, that's obviously Leo Santa Cruz is the number one guy in that division. 
We have Gary Russell Jr. There's so many Oscar Valdez. There are a lot of potential matchups for him in the near future. Um, but great win for him. He, I will see him getting a major belt um, within the next year. Um, I can definitely see him competing against any of those guys in the top four and being extremely competitive, man. So great win, man. Honestly, boxing wise, I mean, yes, it was lackluster um, when we talk about the the main event. But all in all, man, look, it was a great fight. Um, great f- boxing weekend. And um, before I jump into the MMA portion of it, man, remember, the Fight Podcast is brought to you each and every week by Sage Eats. Um, Sage Eats offers healthy meals and fitness mentoring. Sign up for Sage Eats at sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 15% off your first three months. Remember, follow the Fight Podcast on all social media platforms at the Fight Podcast and follow me at Serge Vicente. Um, buy some merch man we have some real fire merch for you guys so check that out today all right uh this weekend we also had some um look i'm not gonna say a fire card last week was a fire card this week was average at best um it was uh alistair overeem versus uh, alexi olenik um, in St. Petersburg, Russia, they're really starting to make a push uh, in Russia, man. In that um, in that market, seems like there's a lot of fans and there's a lot of talent coming out of there, man. Uh, so I, in the main event, um, this happened Saturday afternoon. It was Alex Overeem versus Alexi Olenek. Alexi Olenek's nasty on the ground, man. He always gets that Ezekiel choke um, from the bottom, um, and he went out here and ended up getting murked. By Alice Overeem, man. Alice Overeem, man, does his thing, man. He goes out here and um, ended up finishing um, Alexi Olenek in four minutes and 46 seconds in the very first round. He shows why he's always one of the best, and he's going to be one of the best for a long time. 38 years old, and it seems... Okay, so Overeem is definitely one of those guys that seems like he's had a couple different careers right he's been competing for so long you had the skinny 205 um overeem that used to compete with pride um and then he got we got uberim that was out there winning you know rising and 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 the, the strike force champ and and the the glory or not the glory the um the he was a k1 champion so you had the big scary super jack 300 pound over him um and and now we have the post usada you over him somebody who is he's still huge 245 almost 50 pounds but now instead of using just pure force and aggression man he shows all of his skills man he 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 utilizes movement he utilizes great knees and elbows. He really works the clinch. And he's beat some of the best guys in the world. Now, when you look at his record, it doesn't seem like when you get to that top four, he might be beyond his prime when it comes to those top four guys. But, man, everybody else, I mean, he is incredible. He went out here and withstood Alexi Olenek's big power to start off the fight. And then afterwards, just started blasting him. Picking him apart, 
slowly winning the fight with big knees to the body. And those knees to the body ended up working the finish of the fight. He had him in the clinch. He continued blasting with the knees. And then what he did, he did something that they do in a lot of in Thai boxing. Instead of shooting the knee directly down the middle, he started bringing it up to the outside and cutting across. And he ended up licking him twice. Um, uh, right, clean in the jaw, knees to the jaw, ended up dropping Alexi Olenek, finished him on the ground. Um, with some solid ground a pound Overeem ended up also um, receiving a performance of the ninth bonus night bonus um, great win by Overeem um, what's gonna happen next look he'd be back in the top six after this win um, there are matchups out there for him but I don't see him winning the chip man I, I think those top couple guys are just too solid um, maybe watching him fighting Derek Lewis next Maybe that's a fight that we could end up seeing happen. But um, all in all, man, great win by Overeem, man. It was really fun to watch. Um, the co-main event, Islam Makachev. Hey, had a tough, tough fight against Arm- Armin Tuskurin. Um, Armin went out there, man, his UFC debut and fought extremely well. Um, this was a unanimous decision. I had Islam Makachev winning. Um, better in striking, a little bit better on the ground. Uh one of the most well-rounded guys at lightweight. Scary dude. But here's the crazy thing. He is so scary. He is so well-rounded. He was the Coleman event. And this dude still isn't even ranked. And that's how nasty the uh, lightweight division is. Um, we'll end up seeing what happens soon um, in that weight class. And in fact, let me see both of these weight classes, man. I'm going down to UFC.com, uh, pulling up their, um, their, their rankings. Let's see who, who we got. So if you look at the rankings themselves, uh, do, 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 lightweight. So if I'm looking at lightweight, all right, man, yeah, Makachev isn't even ranked in the top 15 yet. Um, I would love to see him compete next against James Vick at 13. I think that'd be a great fight for him. Um, Gregor uh, Gillespie would be an interesting fight with both of their grappling experience. Charles Oliveira, he's another one. I think that would be a great fight. Anybody 14, 13, anybody 13 through 11 for Makachev, I think is something that should be willing to happen. Uh, Heavyweight, let's see, for um, Overeem. Let's see what we got. All right. So Overeem right now is ranked number seven. After um after that win, yeah, like I said, Derek Lewis, Derek Lewis, I think would be the best matchup for him coming up. Um, a win um over Derek Lewis gets him somebody in the top three. We'll see what happens. Um, that should be a good one. So, all in all, man, look, it was an entertaining weekend of fights. I talked about this a little bit. Um, and again, in the boxing news, there there's a big baby Miller. Ended up getting pulled from his card um, again in June against Anthony Joshua. And this is devastating, man. This is so devastating. Not only did he pretty much fail the piss test for an original one that there was something that can be questioned. And then he ended up popping again for HGH and EPO. 
bro, what are you doing, man? He just pissed off a $6 million payday. I understand having to win, man, but this is ridiculous, man. So, um, unfortunately, yo, he, he, I don't want to say he's done, but, um, seeing him or having the opportunity to get that moment back, I don't think we'll ever see, unfortunately. Yes, Canelo Alvarez got caught doing some stuff, but guess what? Big Baby Miller is not Canelo Alvarez, so that sucks for him. Um, anything I want to bless really quick, man, before we get up out of here? Uh, oh, speaking of boxing, Dana White um, did say this, and I know they have flirted with a Zufa boxing for a long time, but Dana White says this, what I don't like, I what I don't like what boxing is doing, how they're not fighting the best guys out there right now. I feel you. Uh, they have Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury who just fought to a draw in an incredible fight and people loved the rematch isn't happening with those two and neither one of those guys are going to fight Anthony Joshua. These guys can these guys can do a round robin fight, fight each other. You know both guys can fight Joshua and they'd kill it. They'd make so much money and they'd bring so much energy and life back into boxing but these guys just are, are shooting themselves in the foot. I am making all my boxing moves after this summer. When this summer is over, you'll be hearing a lot about what I'm doing in the sport of boxing. This was uh, on CNN. Uh, Dana White was recently on there. And the reason I want to bring this up is because obviously we talked a little bit about boxing. But look, if Dana White is able to play nice and able to do what he did with the UFC in boxing, yes, that would be great. But is that going to be able to happen? Man, no, boxing has its hierarchies. Look, you have people like Bob Arum and you have, you know, guys, Golden Boy, who he already has beef with. Uh, Espinosa, Steven Espinosa with Showtime, he already has beef with. I don't see them willing to play ball with Dana White. I can be wrong, but I, I can't lie, man. I'm looking forward to see what he is willing to do and how they can go out there and actually grow the boxing uh, world even more. So we'll see, man. We'll see. Um, this week, I'll tell you one thing. There's a lot going on in the world of uh, MMA. Uh, we have some fights, big fights coming up. Um, obviously, we have um, Jacare Souza is fighting this weekend against Hermanson. Um, this was supposed to be Jacare fighting against Yoel Romero, but Yoel Romero had to pull out um, because of um, what do you have? He had a, a pneumonia. He had to end up pulling out, man. So you can't be mad at a man for having to pull out because of a pneumonia. Um, who else is on this card? I'll bless this real quick. But later on this week, I'll obviously do my my in-depth breakdowns for it. Let me see really quick. What? And the computer don't want to pop up now? <laughs> All right. So here we have uh, Jacques Array competing this weekend. This fight card actually isn't terrible. It's not a terrible fight card. It's a fight night. It'll be on ESPN, which I always appreciate. Let's see this main card. How excited are we going to get about this? Oh, God. All right. Not excited at all. So um, this is this fight. Unfortunately, um, this is going to be at the BB&T Center Sunrise um, Center. 
Jacare Souza versus Jack Hermanson. Greg Hardy is going to be the co-main event against some dude I've never heard of. Alex Oliveira versus Mike Perry. That's a fun fight. Glover Teixeira. I, okay. John Lineker, Corey Sanhagen. Look, this is a fun card. I think I'm just shitty um, with Greg Hardy being the co-main event. I will break that down and talk about how disappointed I am for them making that decision um, in a couple days. But all in all, man, look. It was a good fight weekend, man. Boxing is back. MMA hasn't gone anywhere. And uh, we have a lot of great matchups coming up, man. So with that being said, this is the Fight Podcast. This has been episode 106. I am your host, Serge Vicente. Thank you guys so much for listening, man. Um, We have a lot of fire stuff coming. We had a great uh, interview with Don House. And that's going to be out very soon for you guys. Brandon Camille will be back this week and so much more, man. Remember, the Fight Podcast is brought to you guys each week by Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers healthy meals and fitness mentoring. Sign up for Sage Eats at sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 15% off your first three months. Um, also, remember to follow Fight Podcast on all social media platforms at the Fight Podcast and follow me at Serge Vicente. Remember, follow, um, listen to the Fight Podcast everywhere podcast. Podcasts are available iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere your podcasts live, man. So go out there, listen, download, share, and let everybody know about it, man. Rate all that good stuff, man. And also, don't forget to buy merch. So buy merch on the website, www.thefightpodcast.com. All right. Um, appreciate you guys as always. I will see you right here next time. Again, I'm your host, Serge Vicente, and I'll catch you guys right here on the Fight Podcast. All right, now. Peace out.